This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, kids. It's Monday. How was your weekend? Hey, you know, mine was pretty good. Everybody's thinking I'm going to come in here because I live in Kansas City and say, oh, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. You know, and I'm glad. I'm glad to live in a, a town that has a Super Bowl. I think if the Chiefs win this Super Bowl, they'll become hated like the Patriots. (laughs) They will, you know. But, uh, yeah, I watched a lot of football yesterday, uh, you know, and uh, I would have rather seen the Lions in the Super Bowl any day other than the uh, the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not a big fan of San Francisco. San Francisco is run by idiots and uh, the idiots who keep voting him back into office. So I'm not a big fan of San Francisco. I was I was heartened by uh, Nancy Pelosi going to the game yesterday and getting uh, profoundly booed because, you know, she's awful. And, uh, and she's helped to destroy the city that used to be a jewel by the bay, but now is just, uh, you know, a... Uh, a human feces map uh, leading you to close businesses. <laughs> that's, that's what San Francisco is. Uh, and as far as the uh, as the uh, the Chiefs Ravens game yesterday, the uh, Chiefs went in to play the game. They won. They played a better game, and that's it. You know, both teams yesterday, both teams who won played better games than their opponents. That's just the way it is. I don't, I don't understand why uh, you know with seven minutes left in the game, why uh, Detroit didn't want to just tie it up with a field goal. They decided to go for go for a seven. I don't I don't understand that, but you know that's that's where the wheels kind of came off, and then it just went. There you go. You got to put together four successful quarters. It didn't happen. As far as Ravens are concerned, there's a number of things that happened there. Certainly, uh, you know uh, Patrick Mahomes and, and uh, Travis Kelsey. When you combine with your uh, with your uh, tight end, we're a hundred and whatever many yards, and you know, it's going to happen. And then you got some stupid penalty. I can go on and on and nitpicking and all that. I, I'm I'm uh, you know I'm bummed out for the uh, the people of Baltimore. I would have loved to have seen. Uh, I wouldn't have been disappointed if Baltimore made it the Super Bowl this year. I would not. You know, I wouldn't have gone into a period of deep mourning and depression because I've kind of had to separate myself from pro football in that fashion because generally and and my 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 years living in in dc uh, convinced me of that <laughs> because i used to be really you know like i, I lived in minneapolis for five years and i really became a, a vikings fan while i was there because you got to be a homer right and every year they disappointed then i lived in cincinnati when they really sucked and there we go another another disappointment they lived in washington dc for a dozen years and uh you know the uh, the redskins they're terrible Terrible. So, you know, I, I just, I didn't get too emotionally involved with my teams. Moved to Kansas City. They win a Super Bowl. Then they play it, you know, and it's been nice. It's been nice. But, uh, you know, I enjoy the game. I enjoy, uh, I enjoy watching football, and I always uh, regret with the season in. So, uh, you know, for those of you in Baltimore, I'm, you know, I'm bummed out for you because I, I, like, I like me some Ravens and I love me some Baltimore. But uh, this is what happens. And I got to tell you, San Francisco, unbelievable yesterday. Unbelievable comeback. Hell of a team. I mean, you've got a, you've got a quarterback who can rush for 60 yards. <laughs> Come on, man. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want? What do you want? But 
Anyway, I, you know, it's going to be a Super Bowl. It's going to be a rematch of 2019. And uh, my son was lamenting to it last night. He's like, well, nobody's going to be watching that. I'm like, well, you know, uh, yeah, you know, they're good. They're good. They're both great teams. Don't get me wrong. But I understand people get tired of seeing the same teams in the Super Bowl. What he really doesn't understand is uh, why the hell Usher is the uh, is the halftime. <laughs> Usher, right? He's got like one song. It's called Yeah, and that's it. That's 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 about it. That's Usher for halftime. So who decides on the, uh, you know, last year they had a woman who was grabbing her crotch and, you know, sniffing her fingers and all of that, and she was pregnant. That was kind of bizarre. And I don't understand why they don't find somebody who's like, really? Like Chris Stapleton. How about Chris Stapleton? Chris Tapleton might be a good uh, halftime or, or, you know, bring back somebody who had a lot of hits or something. I remember Prince did it. Prince was great. Prince was, a, I mean, that was one of the best dang halftimes ever. We got Usher this year. So you can sing that one song that he does and, and then that's about it. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, welcome, welcome to the show. We have uh, much to get to with regard to the southern border. People are angry about it. Uh, we had the case of E. Jean Carroll on, on Friday deci- decided as we, uh, as we all departed for the weekend, she gets $85 million or $83 million for defaming Donald Trump. And I came up with a new movement over the weekend. It's called the hashtag I did it too movement. Because there are a lot of, uh, a lot of conservatives being convicted without evidence. Uh, or charged without evidence of anything, like Donald Trump, for instance. Donald Trump being removed from ballots across the country because he incited an insurrection. Didn't happen. Didn't, did not, there's no insurrection. So I got online this week and I said, well, then I guess I'm an insurrectionist as well. And then I, and then I did this with regard to the, uh, the verdict of E. Jean Carroll. And this, is, uh, this got, I mean, I don't even know how many views. Uh, at least 10,000 on uh, Twitter and I don't even know what on Instagram. But here's what I had to say. For those who, you know, of us who keep getting accused of stuff, you know, for instance, uh, January the 6th, uh, people in jail, you know, uh, cons- I, I'm more guilty, I'm as guilty of insurrection as they are, you know, why am I not in jail? Because, because you know, uh, I was, I believe that the, the count needed, to, the vote counter needed to be uh, to looked at and all that, so I guess that makes me an insurrectionist too, but here's a little bit of my E. Jean Carroll verdict, uh, hashtag I did it video on Friday. We're having a great Saturday. Um... I was looking at the uh, preponderance of evidence. Man, that guy's got a great voice. That uh, uh, convicted Donald Trump of sexually assaulting and maligning E. Jean Carroll. And uh, there is none. Um, yeah, but uh, true. if that's enough to uh, get a settlement like this and, uh, and go after someone like this, then I might as well just confess because I am a conservative. So I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, I, too, sexually assaulted E. Jean Carroll in 1994, could have, could have been 95, maybe maybe 96. Yeah, not sure of the year. Bergdorf Goodman dressing room that I've never been to nope. in New York City. Doesn't I've matter. I've met E. Jean Carroll, but clearly Stu- there's enough yep. there. And I would encourage every conservative uh, man in America to just go ahead and... Uh, and admit that you too sexually assaulted E. Jean Carroll Go ahead, you in did. the Bergdorf Goodman you did. dressing room, I guess, in 1994, 95, 96. Because you're guilty. You're guilty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might as well just go ahead and say that I was uh, I was there at the party with Brett Kavanaugh at that yeah. house on that day in that year. 
that thing happened, and, and I may have been at the Duke lacrosse party as well. There you go. So you might as well just admit it, if you're a conservative, that you did it as well, because the uh, the Democrats, the uh, the Biden DOJ, are going to come after you anyway, even if you didn't do anything. So you might as well just throw yourself in there. If you if you are a conservative, you believe in, you know, a, a free country and a closed border, and you, you, you maybe January the 6th, you didn't believe that uh, it was the big, uh, the big insurrection everybody said it was, and you actually thought that maybe that the federal government was involved in the 2020 election, which it was, then uh, then I would I would venture to say you confess your sins, confess your sins. You all, you all were in the Bergdorf Goodman whatever the hell dressing room uh, in 1994, 95, maybe 96, and you too sexually assaulted E. Jean Carroll because there's as much evidence by you just saying that as there was uh, Donald Trump getting uh, convicted of it by a sycophantic uh, jury in New York City. So, hashtag, I did it too. Just go ahead and say it, everybody. He got a lot of views, man, and I, I'm going to continue this. I'm going to I'm going to continue this. The hashtag I did it too because uh, if you're willing to go after people for politics, uh, big big name uh, people for politics, and you have the same views, then just go ahead and confess to the things that they are accusing uh, our leaders of doing. Just just get it out in the open. Getting out in the open. Over the weekend, Joe Biden created three new Gold Star families. Three U.S. soldiers killed, 25 wounded, drone strike on uh, a Jordan outpass, uh, outpost in a major escalation by Iran-backed terrorists. This is, uh, no bones about it, this is an attack by Iran that killed three American troops, all right? Uh, I don't like to say act of war, but certainly I have a funny feeling if Donald Trump were in office, these people would already be taken care of. They'd already be out of business. But unfortunately, we have a dithering man with dementia in charge of the country. Here's what Corinne Jean-Pierre, listen to this. If you have any faith at all that the military under the direction of of Joe Biden is going to do the right thing uh, and not get us into uh, massive military conflicts and and in the process lose lots of American lives, if you think that's not going to happen... Uh, you're smoking some weed, I guess. But here is Corinne Jean-Pierre. Listen to the the uh, the uh, confidence that she inspires. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who yeah, are. Yeah, there you go. That's that's the ultimate tribute right there. Are, who are military folks? Who are brave? Who are always fighting? Who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration? No, no, no. They're see, they're not fighting on behalf of your administration, and they wouldn't have signed up if it were just defending your administration because your administration are a bunch of morons. And you're getting everything right, and the American people know that you are not on our side. So defending your administration, uh, let me just give you a big old double-barreled middle finger on that one. Because honestly, on top of everything else, you'd say something like that. Really. I mean, just really. So there you go. You got three U.S. soldiers are killed, 25 are wounded. That means now, what, uh, uh, 16 Gold Star families created since Joe Biden became the president of the United States and uh, summarily withdrew from Afghanistan. And honestly, who the hell knows what they're going to do, to be quite honest. Who the hell knows what they are going to do? This is Trey Yinkst. He is uh, in in uh, uh, well, no, I'm gonna in, in Gaza actually where he is. Here he's talking about all of the attacks that have happened on our military that we still haven't really responded to. What's happening on the ground now? These attacks on American forces, 159 of them since mid October, has 
no longer specifically to do with what's happening on the ground in Gaza and has more to do with Iran's broader aims to ignite the region into a larger conflict that serves their interests. And they're doing with all that oil money that we've uh, steered toward Iran and all the pallets of cash that uh, Barack Obama gave Iran. It's almost like they're on Iran's side, isn't it? Remember the lead up to what's happening right now. You had rising tension over Iran's uranium enrichment, continuously pushing red lines that were laid out by the Biden administration and the administration of Benjamin Netanyahu here in Israel. And then you also have a situation where Israel is bracing for threats from other Iranian proxies coming from places like Yemen, from southern Lebanon with the Iran-backed group Hezbollah, and of course Hamas and Islamic Jihad inside Gaza. Yeah, it's all because we have President Derpy do in office. He has no clue what the hell he's doing. He's enriched our enemies, by the way, and emboldened them. And here we go again, another Democrat getting us into another stupid conflict. Here is uh, Trey Yinkst talking about the uh, the three dead Americans, the three gold star families that were created this weekend is just the beginning. But the news today that three American soldiers were killed, 25 others injured along the border between Jordan and Syria. Just another example of the risks that American forces have when they are in the region. And remember, there has been a, a large deployment of U.S. forces to the Middle East to support their key ally here, Israel, as the war continues to escalate on the ground in Gaza, understanding that that could just be the first chapter in a very large and bloody book that is unfolding right now across the region. Yeah, there you go. So uh, here's here's where we are. We've got a military that is depleted because people are not signing up because there are idiots in charge of it. we got a DOD secretary who's literally uh, not working for three weeks, didn't tell anybody about it. And now we got three dead Americans, uh, numbers of wounded, presumably will probably go to have to go to tun- tunnels for towers to get a house because they won't be able to feed themselves for the rest of their lives. But there you go. This is what happens when you put more morons in charge. But you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, we are rising up and, and there is a uh, uh, an American revolution building. The American people don't stand behind this president. And we're, uh, we're going to get through this. We are going to get through it, but we've got much to get to on the show today. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. I'm going to share a little bit of audio of President Derpy Do. I'm just calling him President Derpy Do because uh, there are so many people who still are saying that he is, uh, uh, he is uh, cognizant uh, of what's going on. They're still saying that, you know, they're just saying, well, that was a bad speech, you know. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him uh, President Derpy Do because he can't put together a sentence and he needs to be removed from office for a number of reasons. And now we just added another one to it. So all of that is coming up. We're going to make fun of the people in power as well. Uh, this, my friends, is a Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Stick around. Monday. Here we go. Another uh, another week. Well, I guess it's the uh, last week of uh, January already. We had some nice weather this weekend. I was able to actually grill out. Yeah. Because I didn't feel like doing anything. They got down like nine below zero one day. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. I got to tell you, I, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for uh, uh, feeling good about the country and the direction of the country. I know that uh, we've got a lot of things to... Uh, to deal with, uh, we've got an open southern border. We've got a dithering Congress, but the American people are uh, a wide awake, and they're uh, sick and tired as well. Wide awake and sick and tired. That's the that's the American people right now. Here's uh, President Derpy do yesterday. He was out uh, talking about the economy and stuff. He went and talked to the church and everything, where he said he was part of the 
massive civil rights movement in Delaware. <laughs> okay, whatever. But here he is talking about the border and uh, I guess fentanyl or something. Here it is. Asylum, asylum officers and over 100 cutting-edge inspe inje inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming on our southwest border. There you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, there you go, Joe Scarborough. Uh, go ahead. That That's the guy who's going to he's gonna beat the crap out of Donald Trump, old Joe Biden, because uh, he's such a great leader. Asylum, asylum officers. And over 100 cutting-edge inspe inje inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming on our, our southwest Yeah, rawr, rawr, rawr. Yeah, Joe Biden, rawr, rawr. Yeah. <laughs> no way that Donald Trump can beat him in a general election. Here he is talking about uh, inflation and uh, uh, the Snicker bar. Okay. Greedflation, shrinkflation. You see that article about the Snickers bar? Well, going to stop. America, we're tired of being played for suckers. Yeah, yeah, well, n the reason why we're being played for suckers is because the world's looking at you going, oh, my God, I can't believe he's impressed. He's the president. Oh, we can get away with anything now. Well, the southern border is open. Just go for it, honestly. Uh, you know, anything you want to do in the Middle East against Israel, just go right ahead because President Derpy Do is in charge. Here he is actually calling Joe uh, Donald Trump the sitting president. That American consumers are facing real confidence in their economy we're building. Let me tell you who else is noticing that. What? Donald Trump. Yeah. Did you see what he recently said about that he wants to, the, he wants to see the economy crash this year? A sitting president. Does he say in my face, bless me, Father. Okay, there you go again. The, you know, the sitting, he's not the sitting president. He's, uh, he's going to be. He's going to be, but, uh, but not right now. <laughs> i got to tell you, you, you got to laugh at times, but at the same time, that uh, so many in the media would, I mean, there's no doubt that the man doesn't, his brain's gone, right? I mean, can we all admit it? his brain is gone? And that if you, if you think it's not gone, I mean, what the hell is your problem? Do, do you, are you willing to roll the dice on that? That, that uh, eventually, it, you know, Donald Trump could be in the office and you're going to have to go back. Oh, I guess they didn't, they didn't uh, you know, cover up the fact they lied about the Hunter Biden laptop and Russia collusion all that. So they have no shame. There is that. Let's go to uh, Ken in Santa Clara. Wants to talk a little bit about football. Ken, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today, man? Hey, Rob. Love your show. Congrats on your sobriety. Just want to talk some football. Uh, so I just wanted to point out that the quarterback for the 49ers, Played college in Iowa, and he was the last pick in the in the NFL draft. The quarterback for the Lions was the first pick in the NFL draft and went to Cal Berkeley. Yeah, that's good. That is a good perspective. I will tell you, uh, San Francisco's got a hell of a team. I have nothing against the team. I just have a lot of problem with the people who run the city. That's what I got a problem with. So well, thank I mean, they it's in Santa Clara. Thank goodness the stadium moved from San Francisco because I would never go to a game in San Francisco. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's about an hour south. Well, I got to tell you, they won the game yesterday. Should have won the game yesterday. They they had a, an, an unbelievable comeback, seventeen down to win like they did. And and I think they're they're I think they're I think the two best teams right now are in the Super Bowl. Do you, do you agree on that? I totally agree. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see Kittle, the tight end, versus. 
Kelsey. That'll be interesting. Kendall and Kelsey, baby. But he doesn't have uh, Taylor Swift as a boyfriend <laughs> Thank, or girlfriend, I should say. Thanks for the call, Ken. Oh. I do appreciate it. Yeah, you know, this has been, this has been, I've really enjoyed the football season. I'll give you that. And I always say that the worst thing about Christmas and the NFL season is that they both end and that we do have a uh, Super Bowl coming up. Would you like to see some fresh faces in there? Yeah. Would I have liked to see some teams in there, long, long losing teams in there like the Detroit Lions? Hell yeah, because I like Detroit. Detroit's turning it around, man. They're crying is down 60% because they're actually uh, funding uh, Trump-esque conservative police policies and they're, and they're kicking butt. Detroit appears to be kind of doing a comeback, so I was uh, down with that. Uh, Baltimore, not so much. Baltimore get, keep putting idiots in charge and they keep uh, stinking up the joint and the school sucking all that, but I love me Baltimore anyway and I love the people of Baltimore. Anyway, enough about football. We'll do a little more uh, Mr. Derpity Do. We'll get into the, uh, the border. We got a lot of stuff on the southern border and uh, E. Jean Carroll and her settlement all coming up. Hey guys, it's Carson. If you know me, you've known that I've uh, undergone a, quite a physical transformation in the last couple of years. And you can elevate your everyday wellness with the number one meal kit for clean eating and discovering new gut-friendly healthy recipes every day. Choosing Green Chef means choosing real wholesome foods that don't just fill you up, also support a healthy lifestyle. It's more than just satisfying your hunger. It's about feeling good with every bite. Every nutrient-dense, science-backed gut and brain health recipe developed in partnership with registered dietitians that improve digestion, reduce bloating, also boost energy and immunity. I used to spend a lot of time wondering what I'd be eating for the next lunch or dinner with Green Chef. I already have a, a finished selection of healthy meals to choose from so I can focus more on the rest of the day. Now's your chance to save money, discover an easier life with prepared healthy meals in your fridge. Go to greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax to get 60% off. That's greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. You get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Get your time and health back with fully prepared healthy meals at greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. Use promo code 60 Newsmax to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. Asylum asylum officers and over 100 cutting edge inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming out of our southwest border. All right, so if your nightly newscast does not include an expert debating whether or not Joe Biden is mentally fit to be uh, president of the United States, then you might want to consider another nightly newscast because clearly uh, he's not uh, fit to be the president of the United States. My son even said it this weekend, and he he hates my politics. He's like, man, did you hear him when he talked to the brewery the other day? Did you hear him talking about the brewery? I mean, I'm kind of wondering about that. I said, dude, Will, I said, listen, uh, he does this all the time. You're just now discovering this? Oh, for those of you who didn't hear the brewery speech last week and the comparison that I made, because he sounds exactly like one of my uh, childhood, not heroes, but but certainly a character in my childhood. Beer brewed here. <laughs> is used to make the brew beer in this final. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know how I know that Joe Biden is uh, incompetent and his brain doesn't work? Uh, because Kamala Harris says he's just fine. You have, in Joe Biden, 
and what we have accomplished as an administration. Competence, compassion. They, they really think you're stupid enough to fall for this. They, I, I think they believe you're falling for this. This is the great thing about it. They have no idea what's going to hit them upside the head. But they, they, nobody believes this. Skill and performance. Because of the support, and in so many ways, the role modeling of people in this room, our administration has been able to accomplish transformative work on the issue of climate. Yeah, they, they, they've transformed a country into a crap hole. There, that is transformative. They took a great country that was, that was thriving with Donald Trump as a president, and they turned it into a complete bleep hole. There you go. So that's transformative. And, and if you don't believe me about what I said about uh, Kamala Harris, well, listen to Gavin Newsom. Yeah, another reason that you should immediately think Joe Biden is completely dementia-addled and not able to be the president. Their mind would want to run uh, when you have someone of such esteem as our incumbent president okay. of the United States with a record of accomplishments and a man of character, a man of decency. I'm old school. Talk about loyalty. I'll, I'll go to ends of the earth for this guy. I well, really well, would. You, you do that, and you're going to be going right off the end of the cliff because uh, I don't know if you remember this, but about a week and a half, two weeks ago, ABC News said this. Our recent poll with Ipsos found 69% of those polled do not think the president has the mental sharpness to be president. That is up from 43% in May of 2020. There you go. So uh, there's all that, by the way. So, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I, I, I know that the American people get it. Uh, I know that the American people are really angry about the southern border. I know that 93% of it thinks the southern border is a crisis. And you've got a federal government that's saying otherwise in a media that is completely bedded down with them. We're going to win, okay? We're going to win. Everybody gets it. Everybody understands. And now we got a president who's so, uh, you know, mentally infirmed. He doesn't know which way is up. We're getting, uh, now we've got American soldiers dead in the Middle East. This on top of 13 Gold Star families created by Joe Biden's withdrawal from Afghanistan. And uh, Jim Gossett actually created this for us today. I think you'll enjoy it on this Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Joe had to know where the money'd go. Six billion bucks. Mm-hmm. Arania fees, they do as they please. Joe's turned his back on us. He always does. I've got an anger that's deep inside. Yeah, I'm getting pissed. That I can't hide. The wound will not heal. So I placed a call to Sleepy Joe and let him know the way (laughs) that I really feel. Sing it, Jim. I ran, I said. Three soldiers dead And thirty-four injured Their blood's on your hands Unbelievable I ran, I cried Thousands have died Cause you gave them six billion to fund their attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very clear. I mean, it should be very clear to you uh, what's going on that we have people in our federal government who are uh, who are kind of down 
with what's happening in the world right now and trying to precipitate it. Uh, you know, by, by funding Iran, by, by getting rid of the, uh, you know, reinstating the Iran nuclear deal, by allowing Iran to sell its oil to China and Russia. You know, you get it. You get it. But ultimately, it's going to catch up. Then you got this. The United Nations Agency for Palestinians. Yeah, they fired several employees after receiving information from Israel showing that they took part in the October the 7th terrorist attacks. UNRWA, the name of this organization. Which, and, I, and I would say that we need to take the United Nations and take that building and make it into some really high-rise, high-priced condos. And it's time to blow up this organization because it's a piece of crap. So the uh, UN Relief and Works Agency for Palestine were actually uh, taking part in the slaughter and, by the way, the U.S. is UNRWA's largest donor, providing $343 million of its budget in 2022. And we also know after the October the 7th uh, attacks, the Biden administration, the first thing they said was we got to give $100 million to the Palestinian Authority. It kind of sounds like we're on the wrong side here, doesn't it? Yeah, just a little bit. And if you don't believe me, here is, uh, let me see, we got John Kirby. John Kirby being asked by Peter Ducey. So we got members of this U.N. agency literally took part in the October 7th massacred. They got rapey. They got murdery. Uh, what about this, John Kirby? John, you said this month about the UNRWA, you can't hold them accountable the depredations of Hamas. How about now? Certainly, it, it looks as if, Peter, and again, there's an investigation going on. So it I'll looks be careful. as if, yeah. It certainly looks as if. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's cause to be concerned about the actions of some of the members of UNRWA, the UN Relief and Works Agency, but that does not, and nor should it, impugn the entire agency. Oh, I think it should. And the entire, all the body of work that they're oh, doing. Oh, no, I, I think it should if they took part in the massacre of people in uh, in Israel. I think it should end our relationship altogether. Not one freaking dime to them. They have helped save literally thousands of lives in, in Gaza. They do important work. Doesn't mean that there aren't some folks in that group that uh, that need to be punished for potentially these kinds of behavior, but that doesn't impugn the entire organization. Oh, I think it does, actually. I think the U.N. has been impugning itself, impugning itself for a long time. Did you hear this from Nancy Pelosi? She's talking about all these left-wing protests that are coming up all over the country. And, and I believe the reason why she is saying what she's saying now by blaming the, uh, the protests on Russia, she's trying to distract on the fact that left-wing groups are funding, George Soros is funding these anti-Semitic protests around the country, and eventually it's going to come back to the Democrats because uh, George Soros funds them too. But here she is this weekend uh, because these, uh, these protests didn't catch fire like the ones in 2020. Remember those ones in 2020 that were funded by George Soros? The, uh, the uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa protests that burned the country $2 billion worth of damage and all that? Well, they try to do the same thing. They're trying to do the same thing, and this was their thing right here. They used, a, they used a fake bombing of a hospital that didn't happen, like they used the fake murder of a drug addict who died of an overdose in Minneapolis to create this uh, massive upwelling of protests across the country, and it's not working this time.
It's not working. They, they wouldn't have said anything about it. If it was actually working and burning down sittings and growing, they wouldn't have said a damn thing about it. They would have sent Ali Velshi out and done a live shot and said, these are mostly peaceful. But 80% of the American people support Israel. And, and they look at what Hamas did. and they, So here's Nancy Pelosi trying to uh, literally say that a movement driven by the same people who, uh, who support Democrats, uh, who support Donald Trump being removed from the, uh, from the ballot, who support Donald Trump being, uh, being persecuted. I can go on and on. Support an open border. Here's Nancy Pelosi trying to suddenly separate herself from this movement because it's doing a face plant. They're in front of my house all the time. So I, I, I have a feeling for what feelings they have. But we have to think about what we're doing. Yeah, because they're protesting at Democrats' house. It backfired. And what we have to do is try to stop the suffering and gossip. This is women and children, people who don't have a place to go. So let's address that. But for them to call for a ceasefire is Mr. Putin's message. Mr. Putin's Mr. message. Mr. Putin's message. Make Mr. no Putin. mistake, this is directly... No, no, Nancy, you want that ceasefire as much as everybody else. Don't try to act like you don't. ...connected to what he would like to see. Same thing with you. These were your minions that you created. This was the These were the minions that were going to bring about the ceasefire. But they started biting Democrats and showing up at, at Joe Biden rallies, so they want to separate themselves now. It's about Putin's message. I think some of these... Some of these protesters are spying. She also said that Putin was uh, working with Donald Trump to throw the 2016 election. We found out, actually, it was Hillary Clinton who was doing the Russia collusion. Isn't that interesting? Spontaneous and organic and sincere. Some, I think, are connected uh, to Russia. And I say that having... It sounds like Russia collusion all over again, don't it? <laughs> looked at this for a long time now. You know? I think some of these protests are Russian plants. <sighs> these are plants. I think some financing should be investigated. And I want to ask the, the uh, uh, FBI to investigate. Yeah, yeah. She'll ask the FBI to investigate, and the FBI will do nothing. Because that's what they do. I love it. So, so the left tried to set the country on fire again. This time, instead of George Floyd, they decided they use a hospital bombing. And it's already done a face plant. It's already resulted in three, uh, two university presidents having to resign. One still is in, uh, in office. And, and a whole lot of people realizing that this anti-Semitic movement across the country is just another left-leaning version of Antifa, version of Black Lives Matter, version of whatever, and it's, uh, and it's collapsing, and it's awesome, and we're seeing it collapse in Canada as well. This globalist uh, movement is collapsing in Canada, and, uh, and so that's, uh, that's basically it. Over the uh, weekend also, uh, this is uh, oh, uh, uh, Kyle, no, I should say uh, Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom uh, talking to John Carl over the weekend about Donald Trump and how Donald Trump is doing versus uh, Joe Biden. I want you to listen to the governor. I don't know why he's out. I guess they're, they're still considering him as the presidential candidate for the Democrats. But listen to this. Let me ask you about Trump's legal problems. And Obviously, listen to John Carroll. He's com- uh, Carl, he's completely down with all of this Donald Trump, all of these uh, v- you know obviously political indictments, still saying that they're all credible and everything. And here's Gavin Newsom playing along, even though the American people know that these indictments are fake or indictments 91 counts includes you know taking classified documents out of the white house undermining democracy all of that 
Um, and he's out there. And he's out there saying he should have absolute immunity. A president should yeah, be. Well, now listen to how they re react. The fact that uh, Donald Trump is he just goes up in the polls because of all this persecution. The law. Laughable. All this. So why, in light of all of that, why have we seen poll after poll? And I know it's early, but still, poll after poll that shows. Trump either beating Biden or essentially tied with him. Yeah, but you also seen poll after poll. I, I'm not naive about this. I, I take the threat of Trump and Trumpism very seriously. I, I've never been on the other side of that argument. That said, this is the weakest candidate to run a major party in my lifetime. He's coming in deeply damaged. Democrats, we win. We keep winning. We've won all of these elections. Now, here, here's the problem with that. He says that he is the weakest candidate in the history of the country. The weakest president candidate in the history of the country won 99 out of 99 counties in the Iowa caucuses. Then he went on to, uh, to win by 11% in New Hampshire. All right. And not only did he win there, he had more votes than any candidate ever in New Hampshire primary history. Did you know that? The highest above even Bernie Sanders, the highest. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to say that uh, Donald Trump doesn't have any wind in his sails. The indictments are really set again and they're not. They're doing the opposite. They've made him into a movement. And no amount of, uh, of uh, hair grease and, uh, and teeth polish is going to make a difference when it comes to Gavin Newsom. All right, let's take a break and come back. I want to get to the uh, southern border. Christy Nome on CNN shuts down Dana Bash, and the American people are speaking. The number is 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. said that people should be terrified about what could possibly happen with the outcome of this election. Is she right to be terrified? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all should be. I mean, what, what more evidence do you need? I mean, here's a guy who lost the election, Trump, and tried to wreck the country. He's lighting democracy on fire. He's making democracy a partisan issue. Never imagined that in my lifetime. So the consequences are profound and pronounced, and that's why I'm down here, uh, because this race is started, and we need to lift up the issues, the successes, this extraordinary successes of the last three years, the Biden-Harris administration, and then we drive contrast. It's not even a complicated campaign. We have the receipts. We have the best three-year record of any modern American president. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that. All right, hour number two, Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer may have screwed the pooch on the border bill because it's dead now. Tucker Carlson destroys Canadian leftists with a sold-out show and new irrefutable evidence. Bonnie Willis is a moron and Trump indictments are falling apart. We're winning hour number two right ahead. The new year is here, and I have an important message for you. Hey, it's Rob Carson. Why don't you give yourself a gift for the new year, the new streaming service, Newsmax Plus? Move over, woke Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Just start Newsmax Plus. Get Newsmax Best Shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Von Susteren, Greg Kelly, and more. Even actor John Voight has a special series on there, plus lots of movies, documentaries, history, comedy. Newsmax Plus just started, and more than 180,000 people have signed up. Watch Newsmax Plus on your home TV or phone app. And Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all of Donald Trump's rallies. So get Newsmax Plus now. It's free to start. Just go to Newsmax Plus. That's NewsmaxPLUS.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax. Be one today. Uh. 
Mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.